The following program is produced by Sage Advertising and Marketing. The views and opinions of the host and guests are not necessarily those of this station. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio has helped thousands of listeners make the right decisions when buying homes or refinancing. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. I'm your host, and I'm very pleased to be with you today on a nice spring day in northern Nevada. We're celebrating our 11th year of being on the air, helping people make great decisions when it comes to buying and selling real estate. We're now focusing a lot on investment real estate because it is a good time to invest when the prices are way off of their peak. Now, granted, real estate home values and prices have gone up in the last year, year and a half or so, not only in Nevada, but also across the country. But the fact is, they haven't gone up near to their all-time highs, and with the demands being what they are and the so-called housing shortage that many people talk about all over Nevada, it still is a good time to look for opportunities. One of the places I get a lot of opportunity information is at the monthly Reno Real Estate Investors Club. I have a chance to visit with experts in the business, people that are actually in the trenches buying and selling homes, but also service providers. We find contractors there, home repair individuals, cleanup people. Anybody that's working with the real estate investment market can benefit from being at the Reno Real Estate Investors Club. We meet the first Tuesday of the month at 6 p.m. in Reno, Nevada at the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Ron Bell is the president. He does a great job, and I encourage you to consider joining us as well. All of the contact information and schedule for the Reno Real Estate Investors Club you will find on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. Another benefit of going to the Investors Club is I get to meet great people. And recently I had a chance to meet a gentleman. His name is Steve Pitcher, and he talked about the Fernley, Nevada real estate market. I've always loved Fernley. It's so close to Reno and makes me feel in my hometown in Colorado where I grew up on the on the farm. And uh, it's, it's so close, and yet many people think it's so far. Well, it's all a matter of perspective. But with us today, Steve Pitcher, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Peter. It was a great drive coming in this morning, and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, the, the 35 minutes that it takes to get here. Yeah. So thank you for having me. And you're very welcome. And it is true. It's about 35 minutes, but it's uh, I-80 all the way, and it's a really a pretty drive through the Truckee River Canyon. I enjoyed that. And let's face it, not every day we get to see all the geothermal activity, and, and of course, we're not too far from, oh, the big chatter of northern Nevada the Tesla locale, the Tahoe Industrial Park. I bet there's been a lot of chatter in Fernley about that. Well, there definitely has, and it has a big bearing on uh, people's perspective on, on what Fernley really is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fernley, to me, from what I hear from other people uh, in the community, and I've only been here a short time, 16 years in northern Nevada, but I, I hear things about Fernley like, well, it's so far, and then there really isn't any shopping there. But when I drive through Fernley, I always see you know, a lot of activity. I see more people there, more homes, more residential, more business. 
So it must be somewhat of a, of a secret about the good things going on in Fernley. Well, there is a lot of secrets uh, out there. And, and I have to say that I came from the Bay Area uh, quite a few years ago. And one of the things that I had to put into perspective was travel time versus distance. Uh, living in the Bay Area, it wasn't unusual to go five or ten miles in in 45 minutes or an hour, uh, yeah. as opposed to now being able to travel, like you said, along the Truckee River. And there's water in the river right now, by yeah. the way, which is really kind of cool. Uh-huh. But uh, it being that far out isn't necessarily time-wise being any different than you know being in the city and having to deal with the traffic and mm-hmm. all like that. So mm-hmm. I really prefer being a little bit further out physically, but time-wise, it's basically the same. Well, you know, the nice thing, too, that, and you're very kind to the big city because you're saying that, but the fact is 35 minutes on the road from Reno to Fernley, or Sparks to Fernley, I think is a lot different than 35 minutes from downtown Denver to <clears throat> East Lakewood, where it's 35 minutes, but it's stressful. I mean, there's so much coming at you, and there's, you know, I mean, you have the city noise. The 35-minute drive from between Reno and Fernley is really a pleasant drive. It's like a Sunday drive if you want to take people out and want to see something a little different, see a little some of the some of the countryside, because there is so much. Like I say, the Truckee River, the mountains, wild horses, wild burros, and a chance to visualize what it's going to look like in 10, 15, 20 years. I think it's going to be dramatically different with all of the technology that is moving into northern Nevada, plus the extension of uh, Highway 50. And that is going to open up a whole new area. So you know more about that really than I do because you're right it right there. Explain to our listeners how what that's going to look like. Well, yeah, that that road is is being pushed back further and further as we speak, and uh, it will be coming out at the north or I'm sorry at the west end of the airport in Silver Springs at Highway 50, and it mm-hmm. will tie in uh, the the 50 and 80 so that people coming from the south from the uh, Carson. Uh, city area will have easy access. Uh, I think it's also going to open up things in Silver Springs mm-hmm. and the Dayton area, make it a commutable thing to the uh, Tahoe Industrial uh, Park that's out there and to the, to the Tesla Gigafactory. Uh, it's also going to take some of the strain off of 95A in Fernley, which uh, currently is the only path out of Silver Springs to come up into uh, the Tahoe Industrial area. Yeah. So it's going to lighten things up, but still at the same time increase uh, the uh, commerce that's out there, which is going to be really great. Anytime you put in a thoroughfare like that and you upgrade uh, the, the, the roads, you're going to get more traffic, if anything, just from curiosity. But there's going to be a demand there when this uh, technology operation, all these technology operations are, are hitting on all cylinders. A lot of people, a lot of demand, not only for roads, but where are these people going to live? People talking about Fernley, people looking at Sparks, but the the variances are so different, cost-wise, for instance. Right. So give us a comparison of what the average home prices or median home prices look like between Fernley and, and the Reno area. Well, I'm not up on the, on the median prices in the Reno area, but our prices in Fernley itself, the median price is right around 160 to 165,000 currently. Mm-hmm. It's down a little bit from what it was a few months back, mm-hmm. but um, you know it's a cyclic market, so that's not uh, unexpected for this time of year. And we're having uh, a, a reinsurgence, I guess, of of people coming into the area looking at developing. Mm -hmm. And we now have four uh, of the older 
uh, subdivisions that have dropped off over the past few years, uh, they're, they're now uh, opening up. There is active development going on. We've got new houses being built out there now. And uh, I, I'm really pleased to say that uh, some of the ups, more upscale areas of Fernley mm-hmm. are being looked at seriously mm-hmm. at, at building out some of these new homes. Uh, out on the east side of uh, Fernley, we have the golf course area, which is uh, a fairly nice community. And then uh, the, the neighborhood that I live in up in Sage Valley is also a very nice, uh, what I consider to be upper end for Fernley. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice homes sit on one acre lots. They're very, very nice. And then we have uh, a lot of the subdivisions that are closer to the farm district area, which still have a very rural feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are starting to develop. And uh, there's a potential for about a thousand new homes over the next few years. You know, when I was a little boy, I- Still, I'm like that. I love to watch television. But one of my favorite shows was Green Acres. And I sometimes think about the show Green Acres when I drive through Fernley and to Fernley because the theme of the story was that a New York attorney and his elegant wife, Jaja Gabor, I think was her name, mm-hmm. Ava Gabor, uh, they, he had decided that he was going to be a farmer and leave Manhattan and go to live in, in the rural area. And uh, it was so friendly where they moved and so different, and yet they loved it there. They stayed there. And I see Fernley as that way because of all of that agriculture uh, that is near there. But mostly it's from there to Fallon. Is that right? Between there and Fallon, there's a lot of There's a lot of, a ag- lot of agriculture uh-huh. out there, yeah. And, and Fallon, Fallon does a, a lot of hay production. So when you leave Fernley mm-hmm. from the farm district area and you're heading east on, on 50A, mm-hmm. you do wind up coming going through a lot of areas with alfalfa fields and cattle mm-hmm. and all like that. So yeah, that that whole area has always been developed and is fed by the canal. So if you like that kind of a lifestyle and you compare again lifestyle there versus lifestyle living in in Reno Central and then you look at the prices. You said do you think the median price is somewhere around 160? That's about right. The most recent uh, price estimates I got for the Reno Sparks area uh, were somewhere about 280 to $290,000 for a home. So it's substantially different. And so $100,000 is a big difference for, let's say, a comparable home more or less. Uh, and even though you have to spend a little bit more money on gas, I mean, that's a lot of miles that you have to drive to make up $100,000. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so I also see that there is a, um, a stadium, a horse stadium, right there uh, near the roundabout in Fernley. Tell us about that. What goes on there? Okay, well, that's the uh, rodeo grounds that are out there. We also have the uh, in-town, or I'm sorry, that's the out-of-town park. We've, we've got these great names, in-town and out-of-town yeah. park. Mm-hmm. Very but, unique. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's very unique. The, uh, the park out there has a uh, stadium where the uh, softball games and, and baseball games go on, and then adjacent to that is a, a regular uh, in or out-of-town park, and then adjacent to that is the rodeo grounds. We host the Senior Pro Rodeo there. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're very proud of our, our rodeo grounds. And then there's a huge soccer field out uh, to the east of, of that. So they're all tied together. It's, it's, a, it's a really nice uh, out, outside the, the city limits kind of a park, even though it's, it's really in the city. I don't know that you're aware of this, Peter, but the city of Fernley is about 160 square miles. It's, well, uh, it's a huge area, and uh, obviously all of that is not going to be developable 
but it, it does give you that, that country feel because you've got wide open spaces in between mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. So we have that uh, park area, it starts to break out there, and there's some wide open spaces in between there and the golf course. Mm-hmm. But to drive from the east to the west side is 12 miles. Wow, that is a big city. When you think about Fernley, it, does, it doesn't equate, but it does say that one, there's a lot of open space, which we all love, and two, as far as growth and development, there's certainly a plan there for that. Like all cities, I'm sure Fernley has its challenges as well, and that's why they need great people like you that are passionate about where they live. And I'm talking today with Steve Pitcha. Steve is a real estate investor, and he's also a resident of Fernley, Nevada, and mm-hmm. has a great resource for us to, to chat with about our city, to, uh, our sister city, really, to the east. And Steve, if anybody wants to make a comment to you or get in touch with you after the show, what would be the best way to do that? That would be steve at sagevalleyventures.com. So that's all one word, sagevalleyventures.com. And uh, put put Steve at in front of it. I'll put that on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com, to make it easy for people to get your contact information, Steve. Thank you, and I'll be more than happy to answer any questions anybody has. So we have some very important information coming up on the next segment of our radio show. We're going to talk to Steve Pitcha about some of the key strategies for looking at buying or selling investment real estate in the Fernley area. And secondly, I'm going to let our listeners know where my favorite ice cream shop is in all of northern Nevada. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is William Process. This is Candace Meyer. This is Diane Heaton, realtor at REMAX Realty Affiliates. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is on the air. Thank you, Peter. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own? Or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? Well, first, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should? like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes. For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put the proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started on the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. Buying investment real estate is a big decision. Getting the right mortgage is critical. This is Michelle Holbert, NMLS 184194 and MLB 3723 from Caliber Home Loans. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be your best investment purchase of a lifetime. When you find the right property at the right price, you'll need to be pre-approved for your mortgage to lock in your deal with the seller. Caliber Home Loans is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit www.michelleholbert.com, and that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-H-U-L-B-E-R-T.com, or call 775-284-1922. This is Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. Thank you. Caliber Home Loans, located at 6530 South McCarran Boulevard, Reno, Nevada, 89509. 
This is Janice Lease, realtor at Keller Williams Group One Sparks. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he brings great and relative real estate information to local listeners. Thank you, Peter. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. Boy, I'm having a good time today talking about my favorite subject, real estate and real estate for investors. I love real estate because there's so many different angles of real estate that you can talk about. Not only just buying and selling, but you know, taking care of it and, and helping people take care of it. Somewhat like mining for gold. In the old days, you know, the 49ers would trek across the country with their pick and their shovel, and they would start digging on a claim, and they would spend, many of them, the rest of their lives digging and blasting and hauling ore to pull that little bit of gold out that they could find, hoping for that big hit. Many times, though, the people that really made the money were the people that were selling the picks and the shovels and the blasting caps and so forth. Well, same is true with real estate. A lot of times, yes, you can make great money on real estate, but other times you're looking for ways to save money on real estate. Like if you bought a home and suddenly you realize, wow, it is costing us a fortune to cool this home every summer. Look at those windows. The sun is just beating in and raising the temperature. That is when you need to talk to a company like the good folks at SunTech Solar Screening. Daryl Carr is the owner, and he does a fantastic job helping people reduce their cooling bills by up to 30%. How does he do that? Well, he's got an outstanding line of designer solar screening. These aren't just regular screens that you put up on your windows. These are screens that do all of the job of old screens and more. They keep out the bugs, but they also can keep out pollen and hair and leaves. You want to find out more about SunTech Solar Screening and how you can save up to 30% on your cooling bills this summer? Call Daryl Carr at 775-352-9396. He's going to give you an estimate to reduce the cooling costs on your home. Tell him Peter sent you. SunTech Solar Screening. With me today in the studio, we're talking about Fernley, Nevada. Fernley is just on the outskirts of Reno. Well, maybe it's about 35 miles on the outskirts or 35 minutes, but it is really close, and it's a charming place to visit. And with me is Steve Pitcha. Steve not only is a real estate investor in Fernley, Nevada, but he lives in Nevada. Hope you're enjoying being on the show with us today, Steve. Absolutely, Peter. It seems like you enjoy talking about Fernley. I see a little smile on your face when you're talking about that, but it's probably because Fernley really isn't just Fernley. There are lots of other communities that surround Fernley that kind of make it somewhat of a nucleus in its own way. Explain to our listeners the other cities that are part of that dynamic. Well, our surrounding cities uh, are Fallon and Silver Springs for the most part. And Fallon is a, a fairly small farming-type community. Uh, they also have the base out there. And uh, it's got a lot more to offer in the way of shopping and things like that than the city of Fernley does, but they're a substantially smaller community. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, uh, to our south is Silver Springs. And Silver Springs is a bedroom community for the most part. There's not a lot there, a couple of casinos and uh, some small businesses. But it is at the crossroads between 95A and Highway 50 coming out of Carson City. When I was out there, I really did see a lot of residents out there. 
good mixture of, of uh, manufactured homes and stick-built homes, but a lot more manufactured than I would expect or I, I do see like in, in Fernley. But it's probably because people like that open space area out there and they want to have a little bit more control. Could that be it? I think that might be part of it, yeah. And uh, Silver Springs actually has a lot to offer in, in, a, in a residential, a very rural residential feel. Mm-hmm. And that is where the extension from Tahoe Industrial Center is going to end up, right, from Highway 50? Yes, it'll be coming out at, at about Opal Boulevard, which is the west end of the existing airport runway. So Silver Springs is going to turn into a whole different place, isn't it? Well, it's going to, to definitely change into something different than it is now. That's yeah. a fact. Uh, they're actually going to expand the runway uh, to the east, which mm-hmm. will take it over toward 95A. And there will be a jet center that's going in there. Now, that doesn't mean 747s are going to be landing there. But uh, Kay Bennett, who is the owner and operator of the airport facility down there, has uh, told me that they are planning to put this jet center in for corporate jets and things to make it uh, an easy access to Mm -hmm. the uh, new Tahoe Industrial Park. Mm And once that road kicks kicks open there at the end of the runway, there's going to be a truck stop and a couple of other things that are going to be there. So you'll see some things happening at uh, on Highway 50 in Silver Springs. So that area from Silver Springs to the Tahoe Industrial Center, how, how many miles do you think that is? Well, I understand that there's about four miles to be pushed back uh, on on the road construction from Highway 50 to the existing road mm-hmm. that is up there that connects from Highway 80 at USA Parkway. Mm-hmm. So it's about a 12 to 15 mile uh, total expanse. All right. And then from Silver Springs to Fernley, how many miles do you think that is? That's 15 miles from the uh, four-way signal that's there at 95A and yeah. 50 uh-huh. uh, into Fernley itself. It's okay. about 15 miles. So it's miles. about equidistant. So that, that – it's going to be like a tri tri city area there in a little in a little fashion in a way mm-hmm. the, of kind of a hub of activity. So it's apparent to me, or it seems to me, that Silver Springs would be a great place to look at investing. I think there's some investment opportunities there, and I think it'll be uh, a little more affordable at first than mm-hmm. uh, maybe the Fallon or and Fernley area. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's definitely a, a lower cost to the the, the properties there. But as it comes up in uh, value, I think it will reach the uh, potentially reach the the cost of uh, Fernley and Fallon. Now, other investors that I chat with, other realtors and lenders that I chat with, also talk about Dayton as maybe another possible area of, of of more growth. But to me, it seems like Dayton's already advanced to a different level than a Silver Springs is. Yeah, kind of my personal take on that is that Dayton is more of a suburb of Carson City. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of a an outlying finger of Carson City. Uh, when you get to Stagecoach, for example, things start to change. Or as you leave maybe the Mark Twain area, mm-hmm. you get more of that rural feeling yeah. as you go, go farther east. But all in all, what it's signaling to us is that there is growth in northern Nevada. How nice. I mean, I remember in 2010 and 11, it was pretty gloomy all around northern Nevada. Absolutely. No different there as well. I mean, were you an investor at that time? I was. I actually, I, I had a, a property in Fernley that is actually what brought me to Fernley uh, years ago. I had a rental property there. Unfortunately, it was in the canal breach. Mm-hmm. And uh I wound up buying that that property. It was three or four years old when the canal uh, broke, 
and we had about three foot of water go through the house. Mm. So I was up in Fernley every single weekend for about a year putting that house back together again. Mm -hmm. That's when I decided that that community was a place that I really wanted to live and probably retire to. That is really unusual. I mean, to think about why, uh, to me, on the surface, I would say that would maybe have been the reason I left, but you're saying it's the reason you stayed. It is. It's a really interesting comment. What makes you say something like that? Well, I saw what the community did. I've seen this repeatedly in Fernley. Any time that there has been a catastrophe or a tragedy of some sort, that community pulls together. It's amazing what they accomplish in very little time. And uh, I decided that when I saw that kind of community involvement and that kind of community caring, that was a place that I wanted to be. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, that's really what makes a person decide if they like living where they live. It's it's how they feel about the community. I mean, we all have problems and challenges and and natural disasters and fire and flood. It, It can happen almost anywhere. But you can't get the quality kind of living that you want unless you have good friends and good neighbors that are part of your community. You have uh, discovered that. Is it in your business community? Is it with the city itself, the way the city does it? Or is is that just the way the whole city operates in general? I think it's all encompassing, Peter. Mm. It... uh it, it, it's on all levels. The the city, during that, that time, and of course the flood was in 2008, mm-hmm. but during that time, the city stepped right up. They got things moving and got it organized. Uh, the people of, of town, it was amazing uh, watching groups of people that you would not be able to get into the same room under a normal situation, uh, working together, hauling out soggy furniture and cleaning things up and cutting carpet. And those people that weren't able to work, a lot of times were pulling wagons with uh, water and sandwiches and things that had been donated. It was a pretty amazing thing. And I think that's one of the things that people don't ever see about Fernley, is it really is a very community-based community. The town folk that are there uh, really are in touch with each other. Uh, coming from the big city, I never saw that. Mm-hmm. And they are in tune to what is going on in their community. There are some challenges there. Uh, one of the things that we need to, to work on is communication. We don't have a newspaper. We don't have a radio station. We don't have a lot of ways to communicate. Mm-hmm. And I think once we get that taken care of, mm-hmm. I think that's even going to open up other avenues for community involvement. Well, I'm sure our program today is going to help you get started with that because we are communicating all across northern Nevada and beyond with our podcast. And I'm talking with Steve Pitcha. He's a resident and a real estate investor in Fernley, Nevada, one of my favorite communities in northern Nevada. And Steve, I mentioned going into the break, my favorite ice cream store happens to be in Fernley, Nevada. And coincidentally, it's named... Steve's. (laughs) Steve's. <laughs> That's right. Steve's Ice Cream. You're not the owner. It's another friend of ours named Steve. But I got to tell you, that is the best ice cream I have ever had. And I encourage anybody who visits Fernley, Nevada to stop by at Steve's Ice Cream Parlor. And it's right behind McDonald's Restaurant. So if you find the Golden Arches, you go behind that. There it is. Steve's Ice Cream. Tell them Peter sent you. You'll love it. You've been there yourself, I'm sure. Oh, I go there co- constantly. Uh, I got to tell you, I probably will see you the next time I'm there because I'm heading back to. We'll be back with more on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this commercial break. This is Victoria Williams, managing broker at Cobalt Banker Select, Carson City. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. 
Peter Padilla is important to me because it's important that people know what's going on in real estate in northern Nevada. So listen to him. Peter Padilla is a great radio host with a wealth of information. SunTech Solar Screening is proud to offer innovative products, giving you control over your environment and increasing the comfort and value to any residential or commercial building. Call SunTech Solar Screening, 775-352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening, 775-352-9396. Many times, closing a real estate deal fast is the key to getting the great deal done. At Socotra Capital, we help you get the money fast. This is Dave Washburn, Vice President of Loans and Investments at Socotra Capital. We are a hard money lender for real estate transactions that need to close fast, way before banks or institutional financing can complete the deal. We're ready to talk to you about closing your transaction quickly, and we can get you the money fast. Visit www.socotracapitalnevada.com or call 775-420-4990 for a personal appointment. Socotra Capital Nevada is located at 298 Kingsbury Grade, Suite 1G, State Line, Nevada, 89449. David Washburn's NMLS agent number 51269, NMLS 331429, MLD 4075, Company NMLS number 1142425. Socotra Capital Nevada, Incorporated. This is Daryl Carr from SunTech Solar Screening. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because I am able to get the word out on SunTech Solar Screens. Peter Padilla is on the air. It is nice to be with you today. I'm enjoying looking out the window at this fantastic weather in northern Nevada and talking about real estate and real estate for investors. I'm passionate about real estate because I think too many people put all of their eggs in one basket. I hear people talking about the great stocks that they just recently bought or this new vehicle that they are just now enjoying because they've got their payments down to five or $600 a month. And I'm thinking, wow, you're putting a whole lot of money in some other areas that I think may not be as beneficial to you as if you can consider doing something with real estate. A lot of times, in fact, Real estate investors start out by buying their primary residence. So if you're a renter at this point and you want to step up a notch in your financial picture, you might consider buying real estate just to live in it, just to make it your primary residence. And then after a year or two and you decide you like and can maintain the residence, you might consider buying another home, but you don't have to come out of pocket with that cash all the time because you may well have equity in your home. And if you've been making your payments on time, you may well have the kind of credit situation that would allow you to get a mortgage to buy another home. And you could turn that first home into investment real estate and start generating some cash flow in your new business. What you really need is a great lender to pull these things together. So I recommend that you talk to one of our fantastic lenders that visits with us on a regular basis. He couldn't make it today, but he wanted me to make sure to say hello on his behalf. Lou Carr is the branch manager at Summit Funding, and he's a fantastic mortgage loan originator as well. He's got so many years of experience, he won't even let me say how many years. He's too embarrassed, but he's great at the job he does. If you want to find out if you can qualify for a mortgage, to purchase a primary residence 
or an investment property, Lou is the man to call. You can reach him at 775-626-0775. Lou Carr at Summit Funding. We've got his contact information on our website too, so you can make it easy to find him and tell him Peter sent you. Today, I'm enjoying a conversation with a real estate investor and a resident of one of my favorite cities in northern Nevada, Fernley, Nevada. His name is Steve Pitcha, and I met Steve at the Reno Real Estate Investors Club a few weeks back. He put on a great presentation about the city of Fernley, and I wanted him to share some of that information with our guests that maybe couldn't make it to that investors meeting that night. But if you decide you want to join us again at the Reno Real Estate Investors Club. Don't forget, it's the first Tuesday of the month, 6 p.m. at the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, and you can go on our website or you can call me after the show if you'd get like to get more information. So, Steve, let's continue our conversation. We were talking about some of the surrounding communities from Fernley, Nevada. Silver Springs is one of them. Dayton, we talked about a little bit. It's, of course, it's a little closer to Carson City. And then Fallon over to the east. Now, Fallon is really in, uh, intriguing to me because all of the dairy activity. I have a friend who lives in Fallon, and when I go out to visit, uh, I feel like I'm in the middle of a, well, of a feedlot. I mean, there's so many cows over there. I bet they produce and provide a lot of milk to the people in northern Nevada. Well, I'm sure that they do, Peter. The, uh, the, there's a lot of cattle uh, from Fernley east, and uh, there's beef cattle, there's milk cattle, there's uh, there's even a, a huge goat farm out there where they produce goat milk. Mm. Uh, you also mentioned earlier the um, the military base. That's a naval, naval air base. Talk to us a little bit about that so the listeners who maybe haven't traveled out there know more about what's going on. Okay. Well, Fallon Naval Air Station, uh, which is east of Fallon uh, just a bit, is the top gun school now for uh, fighter training, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a fairly large base. Uh, it's, it provides a lot of uh, uh, support to the community uh, financially and, and, and other ways as well. And uh, right now, from a real estate standpoint, the base is having a, a big bearing on rental property. The base housing has been basically shut down for remodeling, and that's allowing a lot of the uh, personnel out there to come into Fallon itself and rent properties. I have a couple of rentals there myself, and uh, I believe both of them uh, have been at some point in time uh, rented by military personnel. And uh, the the military people seem to take care of those homes very, very well. And as a a landlord, uh, I don't have any issues at all renting to military. I would imagine you wouldn't. Uh, On all the military shows I've seen on television, they have to know how to make a, was it a four-corner bed or a four-square bed? Oh, yeah, the hospital corners on their beds. Yeah. (laughs) You have to bounce a quarter off of it before you can leave. So I bet that is a a good source for rentals. But how long is this going to take for this renovation to be completed on the base? My understanding is it's going to be about two years. Mm-hmm. And I don't, uh, I don't know that uh, firsthand. That's that's come to me thirdhand, mm-hmm. but that seems to be the consensus in town. Mm-hmm. So for the time being, rentals in Fallon probably are tightening up a little bit. Um, I also hear about the Cantaloupe Festival that takes place. I believe mm-hmm. it's around Labor Day. Uh, this is going to be our first year that we're working on getting there. So I've never been there before. Have you been there yourself? I have, and it is a lot of fun, and uh, it's a it's a pretty 
major event for the city of Fallon, mm-hmm. and they, they, they go all out in, in yeah. producing a really great uh, festival. Is it a family event? It is a family event, yes. Uh-huh. So Sand Mountain is the next thing I hear about, and of course that's going to be wrapped into our trip as well. Describe that for our listeners. Well, Sand Mountain is kind of a fascinating place. It has uh, a, a fair amount of history. I don't know that you're aware of this, but right next to Sand Mountain is the best preserved Pony Express station mm. in northern Nevada. It was unearthed from the sand mm-hmm. back in about 1995, I believe, and uh, it is really a fascinating thing to walk through. They didn't have roofs on these things. It was basically a wall, uh, walled-in area. There are some gun ports in there, but it was to keep the, the wind and the sun and the sand from from blowing at you. Mm-hmm. So it gives you a, kind of a, a, a real hands-on perspective mm-hmm. of what life must have been like back then. And then Sand Mountain itself is a great area for uh, dune buggying. I used to dune buggy there back in the 70s, uh-huh. and we had sand, sand or uh, hill climbs yeah. with, uh, with our dune buggies. And uh, there's a lot of quad activity out there. There's a great state park. Mm-hmm attached to it and it's a it's a wonderful place to go if you have off-road vehicles. I have a couple of dirt bikes. I don't have a of quad, but would a dirt bike be able to get around on there at all or do they do they have challenges on that sand? You can, but if uh, the further up you get, the uh-huh. the looser the sand gets sure. and uh, you know they do make sand paddle tires for for motorcycles that will allow you to climb. Yeah. But uh, I think I, a horse might be even better. Well, I don't know. <laughs> the dune buggy is, is, in my experience, the best oh, uh, yeah. the best thing to have out there. Wow, that sounds fun. Well, we're going to have to check all of that out. There's there's so much more there than most people think because typically, as as I learned about that area, Fernley and Fallon, when I was driving here when I first moved here from Phoenix, and it was a long drive from Phoenix, two days to get to northern Nevada to Reno. So by the time I was in the Fallon Fernley area, I just want to finish up the trip, you know. And I think a lot of people still, because of the drive between Reno and Las Vegas, uh, they look at it as one long stretch. They just want to get it through. So they don't take the time many times, I'm sure, to pull over and look at what some of the the um, the benefits and some of the amenities of the Fallon Fernley area are. It's there's just a lot of really neat things to see there. And it's very rich in history. Mm-hmm. Uh, I happen to be kind of a history buff and. Uh, you know, if you go south to Fort Churchill, uh, there's some really cool things down in, in the Fort Churchill area mm-hmm. uh, along the Carson River, mm-hmm. and uh, there's, a, there's a lot of history in that whole area. Buckland Station uh, is, is a fascinating place to go and, and see, which is part of the Fort Churchill Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, I volunteered there for several years, uh, a few years back, and I learned a lot about that entire area, mm-hmm. and uh, very well worth going to see. Mm, fantastic. So... Now, to the north of Fallon, or somewhat north, is, uh, of course, Pyramid Lake. And so when people are living in Fallon or in Fernley, uh, is, are there more likelihood that people are boaters that they, because they are so much closer to the big lake? Do you, is that something that people take advantage of? It is. There's mm-hmm. a lot of boating that goes on up there, and it's mostly fishing that I hear about mm-hmm. uh, people going up there to uh to do, and it's only about 16, 17 miles to the south edge of the lake. Mm-hmm. And uh, once you leave Fernley, uh, head up through Wadsworth. Uh, it's a beautiful drive up there as well, rich in history again. Yes. Uh, that's part of the Paiute uh, reservation mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have some, some very interesting 
things to stop and see on the way to the lake. There's a, yeah. a, a an interesting ah, excuse me an interesting museum there as well in uh, at Pyramid Lake. It's it's yeah it's up in Nixon. In Nixon, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I drive through there periodically because well, it's the next topic of our conversation in this segment, Burning Man. So I would say that probably half of the people that go to Burning Man probably go through Fernley Nixon area. Would you say? Yeah, they do. And actually, Fernley has kind of been billed out as the gateway to Burning Man. Mm-hmm. And we have a, a an art park. And again, we I told you earlier uh, in the show that that we had some interesting names in town park, <laughs> out of town park. We is also the, have Main Street Park. Let me ask you a question: Is the in town park in town? It is in town. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but the uh, art park, as as we call it in in town, is mm-hmm. is really uh, Main Street Park, mm-hmm. and there is a couple of existing art art uh, sculptures there from Burning Man. Uh, mm-hmm. One is a a big gazebo made out of bottle caps. Mm-hmm. It's a very fascinating thing to look at, and uh, the other is a turtle that is out there that has tiles on it that all the children in town. Uh, wrote their name on a ceramic tile, and it was glued to this turtle out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And there was also a spinning rock that was a balanced rock. Uh, that's been since removed because all of these artifacts or all of these displays are lent mm-hmm. to the uh, the park from the Black Rock Arts Foundation. I like the gateway to Burning Man because it really is, and Burning Man is such an eclectic and artistic event and lifestyle for the people that get there. I think it's somewhat in tune to the lifestyle that you have in Fernley, Nevada. It's relaxed. It's friendly. You can count on your neighbors like you were talking about earlier in the show. Uh, I can I can understand why you live there, and I can also understand why you think it might be a good place to purchase investment property there and in the surrounding areas. So we're going to get down to business when we come back from this break. I'd like you to help us, Steve, make some decisions by giving us some guidance and advice on what you look for when you're looking for a good investment property to purchase. I'm looking forward to it. All right, we'll be right back after this. This is Steve Pitcher, real estate investor in Northern Nevada. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he's allowed me to talk about one of my favorite places, Fernley, Nevada. Peter Padilla is on the air. Before you know it, the hot days will be here again with temperatures scorching into the 90s and even the 100s. SunTech solar screens block 80 to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. And SunTech solar screening protects furnishings and flooring. Call SunTech Solar Screening, 775-352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. 775-352-9396. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net 
slash L-C-A-R-R. That's S-U-M-M-I-T-F-U-N-D-I-N-G dot net forward slash L-C-A-R. Or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750, NMLS number 3199, and NMLS number 142857. And we are an equal housing lender. Summit Funding Incorporated is located at 5931 Los Altos Parkway, Suite 105, Sparks, Nevada, 89436. Hi, this is Shirley Larkins, Realtor at Chase International. I'm on Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla next week right here on KFOY 1060 AM Radio. Tune in next Wednesday at 1 p.m. to find out how you can get a great deal on your next real estate sale or purchase. You're tuned in to 1060 AM Radio, KFOY, the Lotus Broadcast Station in Northern Nevada. We post all of our radio shows as a podcast on our website. So right after it airs, on KFOY 1060, you can go to NevadaRealEstateRadio.com and you will see the link to this show and our other shows that we've done over the course of the past years. Pulling a deal together on real estate transactions is getting more complicated than ever before. There's all the rules and regulations. There's also the money. And many times, if a seller gets two offers and one offer is cash and the other one is dependent upon the buyer getting a mortgage, The seller might be interested in closing faster, or he might be willing to take a little less money because the hassle factor is greatly reduced when the buyer has cash. If you happen to be one of those buyers and you're the one that needs a mortgage, you're at a disadvantage. You need help. One of the persons I suggest you talk to is Dave Washburn at Socotra Capital. Dave is a hard money lender. He's licensed in Nevada to help you pull the trigger quickly if the property fits the criteria. The main thing is it has to be investment property. It can be a home, a condo, raw land, you name it. If it's investment real estate, there's a good likelihood that Dave Washburn can help you. And once you pull the trigger and get that deal closed, you can continue getting your institutional mortgage and financing so that you can transfer or refinance the loan from the hard money loan into the long-term mortgage and still take advantage of today's outstanding rates. If you need more information, call Dave Washburn, Socotra Capital, 775-420-4990. And all of Dave's contact information is on our website, too, so you can get connected with him through there. In the studio today, I'm talking with a resident of Fernley, Nevada. He's also a real estate investor himself. Steve Pitcha is with us, and I'm enjoying my conversation, talking about all the wonderful things that are available to people that live in the northern Nevada area, especially surrounding Fernley, Nevada. For the benefit of our listeners that maybe just tuned in recently, Steve, how long have you lived there? I've lived there since 2010. And, right. uh, we bought a house uh, as, a, as a rental property there uh, back in the mid-2000s, and uh, we wound up, as I mentioned before, uh, we wound up li- loving the community, and uh, 
we've we've been full time residents there since two thousand and ten. And you mentioned you moved there from the Bay Area. From the Bay Area, that's correct. So you, that's what a culture shock. It was a bit of a culture shock, and it, it still is at times. But the 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 benefits outweigh the uh, the negatives, hands down. As mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. Uh, I will never go back to a big city environment ever again. You can visit, but uh, why why live there unless you absolutely have to? Quite honestly, I don't even like visiting <laughs> anymore. <laughs> really? Well, yeah, Fernley is an awesome place. And all of northern Nevada, really. And that's what's so wonderful. Because Reno and Sparks, excellent, excellent places to live. Great communities. Carson City as well. But today we're focusing on that smaller angle of our, commu- of our northern Nevada communities. For one reason, it's a lot less expensive to buy a home in Fernley than it is in Reno and Sparks. Based upon the median price that I see from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, which puts the uh, the uh, median price in Reno in February of 2016 was $305,000. Now that's a 10% increase from the year prior and a 3% increase just from the previous month. Now our reports are always looking back, right? So here we are in April. We're not we're talking about this report from February, but it's a pretty good indication of which way it's going because February typically is one of the slowest months for buying and selling real estate, and here we see a 10% increase in price from the year prior. Could it be because it is a slower time for real estate and there's just not that many people buying? Yeah, real estate is is a, a cyclical uh in business and uh, it does go up and down. <laughs> And people typically will want to look at property at times when the weather is a little bit better and things mm-hmm. like that. So as we move further into the better weather, uh, there will be more activity, I'm sure. Have you found that some of the people you talk to that maybe are considering selling their home are, you know, for lack of a better word, somewhat greedy? They're waiting off a few more months, maybe to talk about waiting another year until the prices really get high. Uh, I, hear, I hear mixed feedback from different people. What's your take? I think there are some people that are, are waiting to uh, maximize their their profits, but for the most part, the people I'm hearing that have purchased homes in the past with the idea of maybe moving out or uh, upgrading are actually looking at what is out there now, comparing the prices that are, uh, are, are being, or where the homes are being sold at, and they're moving forward just because it makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You mentioned that there's an area of Fernley near a golf course. Yes, yes. You a golfer yourself? I don't golf myself. I threw my back out a few years ago golfing mm-hmm. and <laughs> decided yeah. I was going to give it up. Yeah. But we have a wonderful 18-hole golf course out on the east end of town, mm-hmm. and it is surrounded by some very nice homes. It's a very nice community. Can you give me an idea of what the homes would be priced in that range? Any idea what they'd be looking like around a golf course? I'm seeing about 175 ish as the as the the main starting point for mm-hmm. homes out there. Mm-hmm. And do, do those homes include access to the golf course, or is that a separate fee? How does that M- work? Many of them do. There is a homeowners association out mm-hmm. there, which is very affordable. And uh, then there is the golf course itself. And I believe that if you are a member of the HOA out there, that uh, you have uh, the ability to become a member of of the golf course it's, itself. I love to golf. My only challenge is I I don't have a chance to love to golf very often. <laughs> but I'm hoping to spend more time on the golf course, and I have not played that course 
yet, but uh, I might have to go out there and give you a feedback on what that course plays like. It sounds like a really cool thing to do. If you live in Fernley, I would say a lot of people wouldn't even imagine that you can go golfing locally, but you've got that course. You've got so many amenities that we talked about earlier in the show. So I would imagine that if somebody came to you, telephone call comes in from the Bay Area, said, Steve, I heard you on the radio. I'm thinking about buying some investment property in northern Nevada. Want to get a great deal, a great lifestyle. Would it be Fernley? Would it be Stagecoach? Would it be Silver Springs, Silver City? I mean, I guess it just depends on what the client wants, right? That's true. Yeah. And just to make you the offer, uh, if you decide you want to come out and play golf out there, I might dust off my clubs and go with you. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be good. You know, my, my two best clubs are a one iron and a ball retriever. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the things that new investors should be looking at? Some of the key points, if they, let's say they find a, a home or they find a duplex that they're thinking about buying, is it about the price so much when you're buying investment property or is it the, the rent that you're going to get? I'm guessing that ultimately for a real estate investor, it's all going to be about ROI. And as far as I'm concerned, Fernley has a good ROI. I have rentals there myself as well as you know my, my personal residence. Mm-hmm. But uh, property values did drop dramatically. They are coming back up at a, at a reasonable rate. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a good growth uh, pattern. And the rents have stayed pretty stable through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a slight drop, but for the most part, uh, during the, the, the downturn, uh, people still needed a place to live, and so yeah. the rental market remained good. Yeah. The, uh, when we talk about uh, an upscale home in Fernley, what would you say are the, is the price range for a, a, an upscale home? Let's say it's a four-bedroom, three-bath, big, big house. You know, when we're, when we're beyond the standard three-twos, what, what kind of money are we looking at? If you're in a subdivision, uh, it can range anywhere from, say, two hundred and fifty to 400000 Right. And uh, maybe even a little bit beyond. I know one of my neighbors just got uh, five or 600000 for th- for their home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a, I want to say, 3,800-square-foot home. Mm-hmm. But uh, you can go upwards into the millions. If you get out Farm District Road out there where you've got land attached to it, there are some very, very, very nice homes mm-hmm. back in, in there that, that have land and, and uh, horse property is in big demand. So it can get kind of pricey. Well, because it is agriculture-oriented, a large part of the properties that we're talking about now, I'm sure that the drought that we've been going through the last few years hasn't really helped a lot and this year maybe has offered some relief on that and maybe some more optimism. Actually, Peter, we do. Uh, we're at right now currently 70% of our, uh, of our water uh, allotment this year. Mm-hmm. Last year it was 20%. Mm-hmm. Uh, our canal that feeds uh, Lahontan and ultimately the Fallon area mm-hmm. is our primary source for water coming in. It, it recharges our aquifer. We don't have surface water rights uh, for drinking and, and utilizing uh, that water uh, for, for city uses, but uh, agriculturally, uh, we, we're very dependent upon that canal for the agricultural water, and then it recharges our aquifer. That's our biggest source of recharge. Mm-hmm. Any other final thoughts for people that are looking to make an investment purchase in the Fernley Fallon area that you'd like to uh, share with our listeners, or should they just get in touch with uh, 
with us and then connect through that way. Well, they can feel free to uh, contact me uh, again at, at my email address, steve at sagevalleyventures.com. But uh, I think in, in uh, a closing statement, Fernley is a wonderful place. We have a racetrack out there that is actually uh, nationally renowned. Uh, there's a, uh, a lot of festivals that go on out there as, as well as racing, things like that. We're in the process now of putting together a race week that we hope is an ongoing event. And we're having uh, a, a lot of activity with uh, things like our Lantern Festival now, which is happening on a regular basis. We've got clubs out there that utilize um, the, the airport that's out there and the racetrack. And we have all kinds of activities going on with baseball for kids. We're very community and family oriented. Uh, we have the football leagues. We've got a bowling alley. We've got all kinds of things out there that people just don't know we have. It really is a great place to live. And uh, I would highly suggest if anybody is looking for a, a, a piece of real estate for investment, it's a great place to live. But in my case, it turned out to be you know, uh, more than an investment place. It turned out to be a full-time residency. You loved it so much, you moved in. I did. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, I'm glad you were with us today. Steve Pitcher from Fernley, Nevada. Maybe you'll be coming back to chat with us soon, and you can bring perhaps an official, city official or a chamber official to talk more about the great things going on there. I will certainly do that, and I look forward to that opportunity. Thank you, Peter. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in today as well. My name is Peter Padilla, your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. If you have any questions or comments for us, send an email to me, peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. Be sure to tell your friends and family members, too. We're on the air every week, next week again, same time, same station. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.